Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, money, women, and being a fucking man without making any apologies for it. I'm your host, Mark Singh. And I'm John Anthony. And today we are going to guide you through the step-by-step formula of how to go out tonight and get laid. This is a thing that we get a lot of questions about from guys. They want to know how to basically pull off a one-night stand. And we're going to give you a really brief rundown of how to go ahead and get that done for yourself. Obviously, this can't be a comprehensive rundown because it takes a lot of work to learn how to do it consistently. But we think we can give you guys some good tips on how to go out tonight and execute and give yourself a very good chance of coming home with the girl. And then we're going to even get into kind of how to deal with her the next morning. Uh, If you wake up and you look over and you're a little bummed out, well, we're going to tell you a few secrets to uh, get rid of her without any, you know, resistance or uncomfortable, you know, interactions. And the reason we're doing this, guys, is because John and I just finished what we feel is the greatest seduction product that has ever been created. And we mean that with utmost sincerity. We're not bullshitting. What we did is we we actually wrote our entire list and we said, hey guys, what do you want to learn about? What are your sticking points? What do you really need to learn to get good with women? And based on the feedback that we got back, a lot of guys said to us, well, you know, I don't know what to talk about with a girl. I don't want to inconvenience her with my approach. And furthermore, you know, I just don't feel like when I buy a program, it's comprehensive enough to really guide me to real results with women. Yeah, I get some good advice. Yeah, I get some good tips and techniques. But ultimately, at the end of it, I'm left asking myself, well, that was great. Now what do I do? So what John and I put together is we put together a home boot camp. And this is basically a boot camp that you're going to do at home, you know, on your own time from the privacy of your own home, where we're going to teach you the step-by-step method, everything you need to do from A to Z, to attract a woman and actually get her invested into you and you know take her into a relationship or have multiple women that you want to have sex with and we're going to do every single step we're going to teach you every step the boot camp also comes with accountability uh, we give you missions and we give you lots of supplementary material to help you achieve your results and it's not just bullshit you know like yeah we're going to get you results no we are going to get you results even if it means dragging you across the finish line kicking and screaming now the best part of this whole boot camp is that it includes a one-on-one coaching aspect with both myself, Mark Singh, and John, where we answer your questions directly and we give you one-on-one coaching directly. Now you're thinking to yourself, man, this thing must cost so much money, but John is a genius and he figured out a way to give you one-on-one coaching for a price that you're going to absolutely think we're insane for offering you. So what we want you guys to do is go to Alpha evo.com the boot camp is called the alpha evolution home boot camp so we got the url alpha evo a l p h a e v like victor o.com and you can go ahead and check it out now john do you want to tell them the absolute best news at all that they can get in early and how we're launching on the 15th yeah yeah so i mean first of all like mark said um we really did try to make this the best fucking course that we possibly could i mean um You know, I made specific sections talking about things that I noticed guys were having trouble with, right? So like one question that I got really, really frequently is uh, how do I get girls at college, right? You know, because in in college, it's a different environment. Uh, You know, college girls are a little bit different than the girls you might meet at clubs. So I made an entire uh, whole bonus uh, set of videos 
for that specific purpose. Um, you know, we're like, we're really, really doing everything we can to make this the best fucking course possible. And uh, I want to talk about the uh, Alpha Inner Circle coaching suite that we've got set up too. But real quick, like Mark said, uh, it's launching the 15th of this month, right? So it doesn't launch for another 10 days basically. But if you want to get in early, you can actually go to alphaevo.com and the page is completely live. Uh, the course isn't finished yet. We're still uploading it. It takes a long time to upload because there's so much content. But it'll all be up there uh, within the next week. Uh, about 80% of the courses is uploaded right now. Right, The core modules have been uploaded. We have the bonuses to, to uh, work on. Uh, there's a few bonuses that we've uploaded already. But it, it's mostly there, guys. So if you go to alphaevo.com, you can secure your spot. And uh, mark my words when... When that time comes, 2 p.m. Eastern time on November 15th, these spots are going to sell out within like 10 minutes probably. So I would get your spot while you can now. And you guys, I, I cannot make this – I cannot stress this enough. We are only offering 50 spots because like I said, we are offering one-on-one -on -one coaching which means you're going to have direct access to both John and I be able to ask mm -hmm. us questions. We're only able to open 50 spots. So what we're offering you is because you're a listener to the podcast, because you're a fucking champion who listens to our stuff, and there's not many of you, so we know we're not going to sell out of those 50. But what we're offering you is to get in early before anybody else because we're telling our list about it. And dude, we are getting questions. We are getting like DMs all the time like, hey, can I get in early? How can I get this? Like when's it launch? It's launching November 15th at 2 p.m. Eastern time. But you can get in early by going to alphaevo.com. Go ahead and pull the trigger on it. Like John said, I actually think there's probably more like 90% of it up. And you're going to be amazed at all the things that we include with it. I mean, this thing is absolutely stacked. If you're sick and tired of just like, you know, dabbling into getting girls, if you're not getting the results you want, and you're like, look, I want to get the results now and I want to do it within 30 days. If you're ready to commit, if you're ready to do the hard work, and if you're ready to really get this part of your life settled once and for all, this is the boot camp for you. Trust me, I have seen all the products out there and they are fucking one peanut short of crap compared to what we offer you in this boot camp. Yeah. I mean, for me, myself, this is my legacy, what I'm going to give my son and my grandson. I'm really proud of this and I know, John, you are too. You guys, if you want to get in early, I would suggest going there now because, dude, we're going to – I mean, Bitcoin Millionaire sold out in seven minutes, didn't it? Yeah. Dude, it's going to – I know this thing's going to sell out in just a few minutes. So get in early. Sure. This is only to listeners of the Unapologetic Man podcast. Thank you for listening. This is our thank you to you. So, um, yeah, go there now, alphaevo.com. Yeah. Alphaevo.com. And uh, what's really cool too, guys, is, uh, you know, like Mark said, we're doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. So – we tested this with Bitcoin Millionaire, and uh, what we did is basically we have a group where once you purchase the course, you get in and you download an application on your phone. It's through the Discord app, and you get notified every time you know I answer someone's question, upload a new video, do a live stream, which we're going to do for the course, uh, you know, and you can ask your question, and I'll be notified in real time. I'll see it on my phone, and I'll either record something like a soundbite or you know a, a quick video on my phone, or I'll respond to it directly. So it's really fucking cool. It, and uh, yeah. I don't know of any other course that allows you guys to do that. Um, 
Like I, I actually can't think of a single one, you know, like this is the only one that you can actually download the app on your phone and, and literally ask questions and be answered in real time. So yeah. alphaevo.com, like it's, it's, it's great. Check it out. Yeah. For sure. We're really fired. We're super fired up. And by the way, we apologize. We didn't get a podcast to you last week, but we were putting yeah. in 16 hour days to, to finish this thing up. And we've been working on this for the past eight months and just the past couple of weeks, you know, you, you do that final 11th hour push and that's why we didn't get the podcast out to you last week. We do apologize for that, but um, trust me, it's going to be well worth it when you get into the Alpha Evolution Home Boot Camp. Um, your evolution into an alpha starts today. And again, man, I have been in this industry for a long time. This is the best program by far on the market. So uh, check it out. It's a long ass sales page. All the elements are in there. So check it out. So Let's go ahead and jump into why you came to this podcast to begin with, and that is how to get laid an A to Z guide uh, tonight. And the first thing we're going to start out real basic is to get your house ready. And, you know, when you bring that girl back, you don't want to bring her back into a hovel. You want to bring her back mm -hmm. into a nice, safe feeling home. And I suggest having the windows open. Uh, you can even put on some music before you leave. So it's nice and welcoming and inviting. You don't want to make it seem like, you know, a sex haven where there's like candles and like you know music going because when you do pull her home she's going to need to rationalize to herself uh why she's going into this guy's home and there's always a little bit of trepidation when she walks into your house i mean sometimes you know you guys are walking in making out and it's already on like donkey kong but most of the time uh it's a little bit of a a little bit of a hurdle to pull her into your home so you want it to be real welcoming and inviting and so clean it up, get it ready to go. I, I suggest lint rolling your bed, have some condoms ready, you know, get ready. Because when you have the mindset that you are going to have success, then it's that much more likely to happen. Yeah, that's a big one too is have condoms ready. Um, so what I do is I have a condom always in one of my pockets, my pant pockets. And I have a, a jacket too that has like a discreet little pocket that I like to always keep a condom in because, you know, you don't, what you don't want is to like – and I have – okay, so – Getting, getting a little personal here. I have condoms in those two places when I go out. I have condoms right next to my bed and I have condoms in this like uh, this uh, valet box that I have where I keep my keys and everything so I can always grab them when I go out because what you don't want to happen is to be making out with the girl uh, you know, and, and you're about to, to fuck basically and then you're like, she's like, you have a condom? And then you're like, oh yeah, let me go get one. And you have to run like to some room in your house. <laughs> with a boner. Is, she's like, with a yeah, boner. with a boner, with a boner, like <laughs> bouncing up and down as you're running around. And she's just there on your bed with her legs spread naked. And it's just like yeah. really fucking awkward. So you want to have that shit ready, right? Just have it ready. Yeah. And, and John actually has a condom dispensing belt. Basically, it just it's just don't racks. tell them it's not patented yet. <laughs> <laughs> it just racks a condom and you push a button and cha -ching, a condom pops out. <laughs> we need to invent that shit, dude. But yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the reasons I have a girlfriend is so I don't have to have sex with a condom because it's so much better without a condom. I hate condoms, man. They just take away like 70% of the feeling. But if you're going to if you're gonna slam home a girl, I definitely suggest you don't raw dog her, um, you know, because no offense, dude, but she's probably slamming other dudes as well. And, uh, you know, you want to get protected. So definitely wear a condom. And furthermore, I would I would suggest pulling out uh, pull out, pull off the condom and then, you know, come on her stomach or back or on her face, whatever, whatever she'll let you do and whatever you're into there. But, um, you know, I don't suggest raw dogging. It's just not worth it, man. I've seen yeah. so many, so many guys like at the tippity top and then they get like gonorrhea or there's chlamydia is really common. Even I've caught that before. Oh dude. Yeah. Yeah. Have and you, yeah. 
Go ahead. Have you heard about what happened to? Uh, I think it, it was it was like a really big basketball player, like uh, Kobe or like one of the, one of the, like the really big guys. Uh, apparently, they fucked a girl. Uh, you know, put the con. They used a condom because they're smart. Put a put the condom in a trash can, and while they were asleep, the girl snuck out, took the condom, and shoved it up her pussy and got pregnant. That doesn't surprise me at all, man. Yeah, so it, it worked. You, you guys, I thought they would die if they were. Well, who I, knows how I long they, they were too, in the trash but, can. Yeah, but uh, you know, you guys want to be careful, right? So flush it. If you're not, if you're not, if you're not a professional sports athlete, you might not have to worry about that. But you know, for real though, if you're if you're coming up and you got your shit together, you want to be careful. But um, so once you've got your house taken care of, right? Uh, different guys have kind of like a pregame ritual that they'd like to do to to pump themselves up before they go out. Uh, whatever it is you do, you want to make sure you're, you know, in a good mood before you go out. Uh, and, you know, obviously it's not always going to be able to happen. Sometimes you might be upset or, you know, I don't know, like feeling a little bit nervous, whatever. But, you know, if you can uh, try to be in a good mood before you get out. So you can do meditation. You can take a cold shower. Uh, you can do cryotherapy, go to the sauna, go to the gym. And then after the gym, you can go. Uh, you know, get a nice big meal too before you go out because you don't want to get there and then like you're hungry after 30 minutes, right? So, um, you know, especially one thing that's good too is if you can do it, if you have guys that are into this with you, uh, you know, just, just hang out with them before, right? That's, you know, the whole point of a pregame is to get, get lit before you go to the game itself, right? So, you know, hang out with some friends, chat, you know, just have fun. If you, if you drink, then maybe do a little bit of that. If you don't, that's fine. But, uh, you want to make sure that when you get to the club, you're already in a good mood. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that that's probably the most important thing in this entire podcast. Now, it might be something you hear it and you think to yourself, yeah, 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 whatever. No, dude, like, listen to us. You want to be in a good state because when you approach that girl, it's the law of straight transference. We've talked about it before and we talk about it in the boot camp, but she wants to be brought up. She doesn't want to be brought down. So if you're going out and for, furthermore, if you have a predator vibe to you, like I just want to fuck some bitches, that's going to chase them away too. <laughs> you need to be totally outcome independent. You don't give a shit what happens. You're feeling good. You're there to entertain yourself. And when you go up to her, you're in a good state. You're vibrating. You're feeling good. And the way to do that is like John said, Bro, with your friends, sing karaoke, go work out before you go out. Um, oftentimes I'll do like a bunch of push-ups and sit-ups. It's like pre-party pump is what I call it. I'll get myself really fired up. Um, sometimes I'll drink caffeine because I don't drink alcohol, but like caffeine get, puts me in a really good mood. So maybe I'll drink like a tea. I really enjoy green tea. I'll drink some green tea to get myself in this like good state because the second you walk into the club, you want to just hit people with it. Like, blow, like you're just this fun loving guy. You're the party animal. The party is where you're at. And when you hit her with that, it's going to open up a lot easier than if you're just like, yeah, let me just get that pussy. You know, like if she's mm -hmm. wearing a short miniskirt, you don't want to just think about getting in it. You want to think about giving her value first and don't worry about getting laid. That'll take care of itself. What you want to do first is give value and give good energy. Yeah. Yeah, and so, uh, you know, once you go out, right, you go out, you're in a good mood, you drive there, and what you wanna do is uh, think of the logistics too, right? So park your car as close as you possibly can to the club or the, the street that you're gonna be clubbing on, right? Uh, because again, what you don't want to happen is you're ready to pull a girl and you're like, oh yeah, my car is three and a half miles of a walk down this way, <laughs> right? Or then you have to get in an Uber, you have to call an Uber, get in the Uber and then go there and then go to your car, to your homes, right? So yeah. it's too much, right? If you can, ideally, uh, you know, we talk about this in the course, if you can, you know, get really good logistics where you're at a hotel or at a, a house, an apartment that's right by where you're going out. 
but that's not always possible. I get that. You know, no one, uh, not everyone has the money for that, but um, what everyone can do is just manage the logistics that they have control over. So, uh, you know, do that. And then when you go to the club, uh, don't wait. You want to open the first girl that you see, right? Mm -hmm. It might seem kind of stupid, but this is critical because when you go to the club, there's basically this trap that everyone falls for. And it's where they think, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to only talk to the hot girls. And of course, what does that do? It puts you in a state of scarcity, right? And it puts you also in a state of basically like waiting for something rather than being in the moment and enjoying. So just talk to every girl that you see, right? You know, even if she's fat or ugly, that's fine. Uh, she'll probably be more nice to you, to be honest, <laughs> and get you in a good state. Yeah. So talk, talk to the first girl you see. And then just, you know, start talking to people. Uh, and, and what you can do too is create kind of like a, a triangle, right? So uh, between the bathroom, the bar, and like the front door of the club. And you can kind of like sift your way through as you're talking to people and having fun. Uh, or maybe like the, the dance floor, the bar, and the, the bathroom, right? And you can go in this triangle and just talk to everyone on your way, right? And what you'll do is you'll create these like little hubs of people that you'll meet so that when you come back around for a second time, you can say, hey, what's up, man? Because you, you already met them, you already had some fun with them a little bit, you know, maybe you, you had a shot together or whatever, right? So you create these little like hubs of people that you've met and it allows you to easily kind of go from, from group to group and then you can introduce sets and it, it adds this whole other dynamic where you seem like this really, really socially savvy guy that uh, just makes it look so much better to, to girls when they meet you. The first three to four sets you guys will open, it probably won't go that great. And that's okay. Don't have any expectations for it. Just think of it as a warm-up set. And what I always do is I warm up on the way to the club. I'll talk to people on the street. I mean, shit, sometimes I'll even stop at the supermarket just to get my chops up. And I'll just talk to the checkout lady or I'll talk to the, the chick at Starbucks or whoever it is, the parking attendant. Just get get your chops up and don't be so outcome dependent. Like who gives a shit? You're, you're almost like using this person just to warm yourself up and you don't care what happens because, you know, it's just a warm up set. And you can look at it that way for the first 10 sets. And like John said, you don't have to stick in the set like every time you open somebody new. You can open them and be like, hey, what's up, guys? How's your night going tonight? Good, good, good. All right, have a great time. And then what he said is you're kind of like doing laps. And each time you go by, you interact with them again, interact with them again. And, and you're building up your social vibe and you're showing the girl that this guy isn't trying to stick around like what every other guy does. You're just yeah. a social dude going from, from group to group to group. And again, another great point of doing the triangle thing is if you get stuck in a place and you stand there, you're, you're just going to get sucked in and sucked in and sucked in. It's kind of like, it's kind of like sitting on the couch after you watch one episode of something, you're just getting sucked in deeper and deeper and it's harder and harder to get off the couch. Well, it's harder to harder to get off that bar, get off the pillar you're standing next to or wherever the hell you're standing. So keep moving, keep walking, keep interacting. And it does, it takes self-discipline, but this is the way you're going to meet that girl and this is the way you're going to get laid. So this is where you really need to watch yourself and just come on, bro, keep going, keep going, keep going. And you're going to get this social momentum going and the sets are going to open easier. You're going to meet everybody in the club. You're going to be the social guy. This is your party. And then watch, sets are going to start sticking. Girls are going to start getting attracted and then you can start working specific girls. Another great thing that you said, John, is to introduce girls to one another. I'll do mm. that 
all the time. I do that all the time. And when you when you approach a girl with a new girl on your arm, it'll open up every single time, guaranteed. You're not yeah. gonna get rejected. Introduce them to one another. They're not gonna ask, well, how do you know him? Like, no, they don't care. They're just friends meeting. You can say, hey, she she um, she went to she's going to the same school you are. Did you know this? Do you know her? And then you just introduce people. So you're the social guy. You're the social hub. You're the party. Really remember that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, that that whole thing of of being the connector of introducing people is so fucking key too. I mean, um, like I I really can't emphasize how easy your game will will come out and how easy things will kind of fall into place when you do that like there's been so many times where i know that you have a girlfriend mark but uh you know when i'm when i'm out gaming and because i don't have a girlfriend now you know i'll, I'll be talking to one girl and i'll have her on my arm and you know maybe we're like making out and talking you know a little bit making out some more talking and then i see another girl kind of walk by and she's kind of you'll, you'll notice this when you go out you'll see girls that are kind of like they look like they're they maybe came with someone, but they're kind of they're like alone a little bit, and they're just kind of like meandering around without any purpose. What they're doing is they usually want to meet a cool guy. They want to they want to get a guy to pull them right. They're just meandering, kind of like walking, not really know where they're going. So what I'll do is uh, you know if I have a girl that I've been making out with and hanging out with on my uh, hands on my right hands, I'll see this other girl and I'll just pull her in with my left hand, and then I'll say, hey, have you met my friends? And then she'll say, no, oh my God, she'll be, she'll be so happy because she's like, yeah. she's, you know, wandering around with no one to talk to. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, this guy with another girl, finally, like someone, someone pulled me in. Right. And then it's super easy to get them to make out from there. Cause like, you've already been making out with one, the sexual tension's high, uh, you know, getting in all honesty, it's easier to get girls to make out with each other than it is to get a girl yeah. to make out with you. Right. <laughs> yeah. So if you use that to your advantage, guys, like literally just pull her in. Hey, have you met my friends? Isn't my friend cute? Have you ever kissed a girl before? It's just these these stupid lines that you you start to remember after saying them a million times. Yeah. And then you know from there it's just it's super easy. So that's a big thing too. And um, I know that we have a a, a specific module on the uh, the framework, the OS framework that we talk about to uh, open girls. Do you want to talk about that, Mark, or do you want to save that for the? course give them a little teaser what do you want to do with that let's give them a little teaser on that for sure we want to give value with this but i want to say this first um and, and don't be afraid if a girl is with a guy and oftentimes it doesn't matter they're just friends and so what's interesting is i'll approach them both I'll, I'll approach the guy first and really be cool with him and be cool like give value don't be a dick be cool the girl will see your high value and she'll get attracted now John said I have a girlfriend and I do, but I still go out every Thursday night because I teach students in field and the rules that I have is I'm allowed to flirt, I'm allowed to get girls into me, I'm just not allowed to make out with them, which honestly used to be kind of a hindrance, but I've pivoted that to my advantage because I just reject them. Like they want to try to kiss me, I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to get, and I don't touch them either. So they're like, why isn't this guy into me? Because I'm very standoffish in my game now, but I've found, uh, it's almost like, I've gone down a different avenue of game that's made my game that much stronger because I don't touch them, I don't kiss them, I don't show interest. I'm very much like pulling away from them, but while giving value. And that's really become like really strong game for me. It's really interesting how that worked. But um, actually last week I went up to, to this really cute girl and she was with who I thought was her boyfriend. I didn't give a shit. I just wanted to meet her. So I went up and, and they looked like they were all like um, into dancing because they just had on these outfits. And I was like, I went up and my opener was like, finally, we got a couple professional dancers here. When are you guys going to show us your stuff on the dance floor? And they're like, oh, we're just waiting for the right music. And I'm like, you guys are good dancers. Huh? I could tell. And they're like, yeah, we're, we're like really into it. I'm like, you guys been doing it for a long time. 
And they're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, how long have you guys been together? And she's like, we're not together. And oftentimes you'll find when you say, hey, your boyfriend this or are you guys together? The girl will like interrupt you halfway yeah. through your sentence just to tell you we're not together. Well, I happen to be friends with the police officers that work there. And, and um, I, I went on a ride along that day with my friend who's a police officer. It was really cool, John. I'll tell you, we got into a car chase. It was so sick. I'll tell Holy you about shit. it later. Yeah, it was okay. dope. So I was like, dude, I went on the and, – and, and what I want you guys to do is tell stories when you're in set. Well, dude, I went on this awesome police ride along that day and we got into a car chase. And I was like, I was like, see that guy out there? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, that's my boy, Greg. He's a police officer. Dude, we got into a car chase today. And they're like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, this is what happened. And I explained it. And the guy's like, oh, my cousin's a police officer. And I was like, well, come meet them. So I pulled him away introduced him to the cops and then while he was talking to the two cops outside i went back in and talked to the girl and she's just getting attracted like totally into it and like you know and then i said well why don't you have a boyfriend it's because you're a bad kisser huh and she's like no and i'm like yeah you do the helicopter tongue maneuver and that's why you chase guys away and she's like no i don't da, da, da. and i get this girl totally attracted to me so the lesson to learn from that guys is that i would say the majority of time if two people are together, a guy and a girl, and they're not like really on each other, making out, you know, dancing like super sexy, they're probably just friends. And she wants to meet guys, but she's bummed because no guys are approaching her because the dude is there. So you being the alpha, when you approach her, she's going to open up that much easier and interrupt you and say, no, he's not my boyfriend because she wants to meet somebody so bad. So again, talk to everybody, even couples. Because sometimes yeah. couples are the easiest, especially if you're really cool with the guy. Yeah. And uh, what's funny too is guys make the mistake of asking guys, like, is this your girlfriend? And of course he's going to say yes because he wants you to fuck off so that he can have sex with her, right? Mm -hmm. But if you ask the girl, she'll always tell you the truth. She'll say, oh, no, we're just friends or whatever, right? Yeah. And uh, I like that that line that you said, Mark, where you kind of bring up like your boyfriend, like you assume, because then she'll, if he's not her boyfriend, she'll automatically like say, oh no, we're not. And then that'll kind of deflate the guy if you're trying to like get him out of sets, so you can talk to her, right? So there's a lot of cool things you can do there. Yeah, yeah. And and with guys, we've, we've done a, a podcast on AMOGS, which is alpha male of the group. But with guys, what I do is uh, most of the time, I'm just super cool with them. I just make them my friend. And, and when you're the cooler guy, when you're not trying to, you know, get into this like cock measuring contest, uh, cock fights is what they're called oftentimes, <laughs> then the girl will become more attracted to you. So when I went up to the dude and he was cool, man, his, his, uh, cousin was a police officer. He was a cool guy. I was like, like, sorry, bro. Like I'm, I'm kind of like going to steal your girl that you're obviously attracted to, but it's like, Hey bro, like you got yourself in the friend zone. So I'm going to swoop in there. But when you're cool to a guy you can almost never lose in front of a girl because the guy who's the coolest is the most unaffected by the negative energy that might be coming between you and him and therefore she's going to be the most attracted to you. So just just keep this in mind. Be cool, have a good energy and bring the party. I mean, I know I keep saying that, but it's so important. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Um so once you've uh, you know, you're on the dance floor, right? And you found a girl uh, you want to kind of commit, right? So you want to ask a girl some questions and kind of like really commit and say to yourself, okay, this is the girl that I'm going to try to pull tonight, right? So there is uh, four logistical questions that you want to ask basically. And we talk about this pretty in depth in the course, but the idea is you want to see what she's doing later that night, right? So, uh, or sorry, what she's doing tomorrow, who she came with, uh, how she got there 
and where she lives, right? Those are the four things you want to deal with because and, if any of those are kind of fucked up, then you can't really do much. And if she has gonorrhea, that's the fifth question. Yes. Give her a give her a, a specific sheet to fill out and have her uh, <laughs> fill out the application form and get back to you later. And a DNA test. Yes. Yeah. Okay, um, go ahead. So, uh, yeah, so because basically, you know, the uh, the first one, who did you uh, – or sorry, uh, what are you doing tomorrow, right? Well, this one isn't common in uh, smaller cities, but in like big cities like L.A., uh, Las Vegas, uh, New York, you want to ask her what she's doing tomorrow because sometimes if the answer is, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm – you know, I have a flight at 6 a.m., right? The odds that she's going to go home with you are almost non-existent. So ask that question. Get that out of the way. Uh, then who did you come with too is important because, you know, if she says, oh, you know, my friends, but I lost them, that's a good sign, obviously. Or if she says, you know, oh, I just came out. I wanted to go out tonight. That's a good sign. It means she's probably trying to get some dick, um, you know, but if she says like, oh, yeah, I came with my my friend who's out of town from like, you know, a thousand miles away. Right. Obviously, she's not going to ditch your friend to go home with you. I don't care who you are. Uh, you know, maybe if you're like Drake or Brad Pitt, she might, but you know, the odds that she's going to go home with you, if she has a friend staying with her, that's, you know, from a, a faraway place are pretty low. Uh, you know, if she's out with her boyfriend, like you, you want to gather these logistical questions. Uh, third is how did you get here? Because obviously if she brought her car, that's another thing to deal with. Uh, if she Ubered there or got a ride from someone else, and that's obviously ideal. And then fourth is where do you live, right? Whoever's place is closer. You probably want to go there. But, uh, you know, if she uh, – usually girls are going to want you to go to their place. They'll feel more comfortable at their place. But if her place is really far away and she seems into you, then it's not a big deal. You can go to your place. Um, but, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's the key is to figure out the logistics, right? And another thing too, once you decide on the girl that you want to pull, you want to start to uh, baby step her and lead her throughout the environment, right? Because the more situations that you're in with a girl – the more time she has to get to know you and become attracted to you, uh, because we talk about this again in the course, male attraction is like a light switch, female attraction is like a volume knob. So it takes a long time, at least longer you know, than guys, to, uh, to turn it up, right? So she wants to see you in different situations. So you know, grab her by the hand and say, hey, let's go over here, let's get some fresh air, right? Take her outside, maybe if you can, take her to a different club, right? The more that you can kind of move the girl around, you get to see her in different situations. She gets to see you in different situations and she gets used to moving around with you. So it's sort of like baby stepping her to get, uh, you know, primed for the pull. Absolutely. So I wanted to circle back and talk about opening just a little bit and how to, how to kind of stick the set in the first like couple minutes of the interaction, because that's always the biggest sticking points for our students. And we really get into this in depth, but I'm just going to give you guys just a couple real basic ones that you can use. Um, the first one is, which I've been doing lately is if you have a good vibe going like John and I have been talking about and you're going throughout the club and you're, you're like the social dude, you're the party guy. And you've even, you've even kind of, you know, had her see you, which I call prepping, have her see you before you open her. Then you don't really need to have like this fancy, unbelievably funny, amazing opener. You can go up to her straight up. And it, again, if you have a good vibe and you have to have the right tonality and the right vibe, the right tonality comes when you have the right feeling inside you. So it'll take care of itself. But um, lately what I've been saying is, hey, you looked cute. I wanted to come meet you. I wanted to come meet you to see if you're interesting. Hey, you looked really cute. I wanted to come see if you were interesting. And now what that does is it's kind of like a push-pull. It's a compliment. But then it's like, okay, you're cute, but I wanted to see if you're fun or you're interesting. And it kind of sets up the dynamic that you are the one 
testing her and she's the one submitting the application. So that's one opener I will do often and it, it always works because I always have a good vibe. They see that, you know, I'm the center of attention. I'm confident. I'm a champion. You know, all the things are working in my favor. So it almost always opens positively when I do that. Another thing you can do is observe something in the club. Oftentimes there'll be fights. Oftentimes there'll be different dynamics going on and just say, hey, did you guys see what happened outside? Or, hey, did you guys notice this, that, that or the other? Um, that kind of goes into the observational framework, which is another thing we teach in the course. But basically, you're you're observing something in your environment, asking them if they saw it. If they didn't, then dude, you have a story to tell. And storytelling is really important. So, and and finally, another thing I'll do is I'll compliment them. Like the other night, this girl was wearing this cute outfit. So I pulled her aside and I said, hey, I just want to let you know, your outfit is so freaking cute. And she just hugs me. She's like, thank you. So like it meant like the world to her because the dynamic that I had, right? Like I'm the champion. I'm complimenting her, the little girl. And then she's like, thank you so much. And I was like, man, I wish more girls had style like you did. I'm like, take care. And then I like sent her on her way. And then later I saw her at the bar and I tapped her on the shoulder. I walked almost 10 feet away. And with my finger, I was like, come here. And dude, she just walked right up to me. Now, what does that communicate? When I tap her on the shoulder and I go stand over here and she walks to me, it's almost like she's working for my attention. She's mm -hmm. trying to get me. She's coming into my environment. So oftentimes I'll open a girl, blow, hit her with lots of value. And again, we can do that by doing laps around the club. And then I'll open her again by tapping her, going and walking away. Like, you know, it. Think about it. It's not weird. Like I don't like walk away with my back to her. I'll just tap her and, and step aside and I'll be like, come here a second. She'll walk right up to you. And every step she takes towards you, she's building attraction for you, attraction for you, attraction for you. And then I'll use another opener and then maybe tell a story. Now, another thing I wanted to say is the person who is trying the, le the least in the interaction is the person who is basically getting the most attraction. So while you go up to somebody and give her lots of energy and lots of value, once you can see that it's sticking, you almost have to hold back a little bit and start making her work for you. Because if you're a dancing monkey the whole time and you're doing these jokes and telling these stories and all this shit, she's going to be like, well, I didn't have to work for him. He's trying really hard to get me to laugh. So it makes him look bad and he doesn't even know me. So eventually once it sticks, you need to kind of get like step back and oftentimes like I'll say something, she'll laugh, la, 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 the conversation will die and I'll just look at her like, all right, talk, say something. <laughs> your turn. Your turn. Let's go. And you can give her a look like with your eyes, like, come on, talk. And she'll be like, so what do you do for your job? And I'll be like, oh, I'm an ass model. What do you <laughs> do? And then put it back on her. And, and, and so when you put the conversational burden on her, she has to work for you. But again, you have to blast her with value first, because if she doesn't know that you're a high value guy, either by blasting her with value, or she sees you with other girls, or she sees that you're a champion. And oftentimes when I open, I can tell how attracted to me she is initially and where I need to start with my pickup. But basically for you guys going out, you know, you're newbies, you want to get late tonight, Boom, blast them with value. Say some funny shit. Hey, your friend tells me you're in school to become an ice cream man. How's that going for you? 
Um, you know, there's lots of lines that we tell you in the home boot camp. I mean, a fuck ton of lines, hundreds of funny things you can tell girls to get them just laughing and working for you. But like you say, you say these funny things and then boom, you step back and make them work for you. Now, yeah. now you might pull them onto the dance floor. You ask these logistical questions that John was talking about and you don't want to do them all in a row. So what are you doing tomorrow? So where do you live? Do you <laughs> have your car? Uh, how many times have you caught chlamydia? You know, like you want to space them out throughout your conversation. But what John is saying is you're getting these pieces of information like you're a detective because you're trying to find the right girl that's going to give you the highest chance of getting laid and logistics play a gigantic role because a lot of girls would have sex to you with you, bro, especially when you do like what we're saying. But logistics will oftentimes like, you know, screw you. And another logistical thing is uh, cock blocks like her friends and stuff. But but basically, you're asking these questions to get the information because you want the right target to have success. Because if, if even if the girl's super attracted to you and she's flying out at 6 a.m., it's not going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, you know, like you said, it's like guys get kind of confused because like opening in and of itself is sort of like a try hard thing to do because it shows that like you're you have some level of interest. But, you know, if you just like do you, once the set sticks, right, that's when you want to kind of like dial back the effort right so yeah you'll see this a lot of the time where guys like the set sticks and she's engaging with him but he doesn't stop like he, he, he keeps putting in the same amount of effort that he did to get the set to open in the first place and that's just stupid because it's a waste of effort you know once like you'll you'll start off and as a guy realize that the burden is on you to seduce her right so like one mistake that guys make is they go up and they say they're opener and she responds and then they just like look at her like like she's supposed to seduce herself for you. But like like she's not going to do that. Like, you know, at first you're going to be saying most of the things. You're going to be carrying the conversation. But eventually it'll come to the point where she's, you know, she's doing 80% of the talking, uh, you know, and, and, and she'll up, 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 up. And the more talking she's doing, the better, right? Yeah. Ideally, you want to get it to the point where she's carrying most of the conversation because that means that she's in her feminine element. She's just sharing and feeling and expressing, yeah. right? So once you get there, uh, that's obviously a good sign of her being attracted to you. And, uh, you know, you want to move her around the environment, maybe take her to the dance floor, take her to the, to the bar, right? It doesn't matter where you take her as long as you take her somewhere different so that she's comfortable with moving around with you. She's comfortable, you know, going to different environments with you. And uh, if you can too, one great thing that I like to do is have a, a pool restaurant. So I'll have a restaurant that I go to uh, that's near to my place. And then, and you know, when I'm at the club, I meet a girl, say, hey, I know this really cool place nearby. Let's go get pizza or let's go get food, right? Of course, she's going to want to go get food with you. So you go to the food place. And then once you're at the food place, you say, hey, my house is like two minutes from here. Do you want to go have some tequila or whatever? Like name some cool thing at your house that you can do so that she doesn't have her logical uh, slut defense come up, her, her you know, bitch shield. Uh, you know, cause she's like, oh, we're just going to his house to play Mario Kart or to fucking, I used to have this, uh, this mini trampoline in my house that I would like bounce on to do cardio. And I would just tell girls like, yeah, I have this trampoline in my house. Do you want to go, go bounce on the trampoline? <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's like no girl would ever say no to that. Right. So have something, have something cool and fun to do at your house. So it's easy to get her to go there. Right. So you start off at the club, the bar, whatever, go to the pull restaurant, and then from the pull restaurant to your house. Now, before you pull her out of the club, if she has friends with her, you ask her friends if it's cool if you guys go, and I always ask them to go outside. Hey, hey, Jessica, is it cool if Kelly and I go outside? Because the friend isn't going to say no to you as likely as it is that she says no to her. If you have 
Kelly was her name. If you you're trying to pull Kelly and Jessica's cockblock, if you have mm-hmm. Kelly go ask Jessica, hey, can I go outside w- with Mark? She's gonna be like, no, he's gonna try to fuck you. Like, stay in here, and she's gonna pull her. But if you're polite and if you befriended all the girlfriends uh, first, then they're gonna be much more likely to say yes. And before before I'll pull them to the restaurant, which is what I suggest as well. What I'll say is, hey, let's just let's just step outside real quick. I want to show you this cool thing. Like, dude, next, have you seen have you seen what they do at the bar next door? This guy like threw up all over the thing and it like dyed it green. Here, you gotta come see this. Here, let's step outside. Hey, Jessica, is it cool if Kelly and I just step outside real quick? Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we'll be right back. And then you get outside and you show it to her and you'd be like, hey, let's 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 jump on over to this restaurant real quick. Uh, no big deal. Here, text your friend. Then she'll text her friend, Jessica. I think it was. Hey, we're going to this restaurant. And then like Jessica won't have as much power because it's over text. Boom, you get her to the restaurant. And then by that point, there's momentum. There's much more chance you can get her home to jump on the trampoline and play Mario Kart. Definitely, for sure. Uh, yeah, and you know, once you're home, I mean, it's just pretty much, uh, you know, don't be weird. I mean, you just have to feel it out. Uh, you know, we have a whole section on on escalating in our, our course, but uh, yeah. Do you, do you suggest, John, making out with her at the club? It depends, obviously, on the situation. I mean, um, with some girls, it can be good because it builds sexual tension. But with others, actually, I found that if you try to be too sexual in public, they worry that you might, like, be some guy who's going to, like, fucking immediately try to fuck them in private. Right. right. So so there's there's definitely, like, a balance and a level. But, um, you know, you can, if you can make her, like, work for it a little bit, then it's obviously a good thing. It just depends. Let me tell you a quick way, guys, to, to easily kiss a girl. I mean, when you get good, they're going to be trying to kiss you and you'll be able to just read it like when they want you to kiss them. You know, it should be part of your attraction buildup routine. Uh, oftentimes it'll happen quick and oftentimes I will make them work for it. Even when I didn't have a girlfriend, I usually kind of wouldn't kiss them because I like to make girls work for it and I like to be the prize. So many guys like my students, they'll be like, well, I try to get her to do this and I try to get her to do that. And I'm like, that's just wrong, man. You don't ever want to like try to get them to do it. You want to execute when they want it the most. So you need to build it up, build it up, build it up. And then they're going to try to kiss you and you say, no, little girl, drop it down a gear. Not here. This isn't, you know, this isn't the time or the place for that. (laughs) But one thing, if you guys want a really cool sequence, I suggest you take notes on this. You tell a girl, hey, you do this one thing that's so cute. But I don't want to yeah. tell. I don't want to tell you what it is because then you'll stop doing it. You do this one thing that's so cute, but I don't want to tell you what it is because then you'll stop doing it. She'll be like, "Well, what is it? What is it?" And like bugging you, bugging you, be like, "All right, well, this thing is so cute that if I say it out loud and everybody hears it, there's going to be a riot. Everyone's going to go crazy. So I have to whisper in your ear." And she's like, "Okay." So what you do is you lean in, you move the hair off her ear with your hand, and then what I suggest is you put your hand up behind her hair kind of like your fingers into her hair on the nape of her neck or is, it, is that what it's called the nape yeah, yeah yeah into her hair and then you whisper just there's there's another sequence i teach in the in the uh, boot camp uh, i mean we teach a bunch of different ways to do this but i'm just going to teach you one and you say something a non-typical compliment that she doesn't hear all the time if she has pretty eyes don't mention her eyes if she's got a sexy body, don't talk about her body. You want to talk about something she never hears, her energy, her personality, her sense of humor, something that a hot girl never gets complimented on because I guarantee you a hot girl has been told she's beautiful 10,000 times and if you say, you're so beautiful, she's going to like slap you and be like, get yeah. the fuck away from me. So you'd be like, 
when you smile, you get this little giggle after you laugh and it's so cute. And then like something that'll melt her and then just slide your lips down past her cheek. And dude, she, she'll kiss you for sure. I mean, there's one other push-pull element that I teach you guys in the boot camp that like really drives up the vibe. And oftentimes like I'll whisper in her ear and then I'll slide my lips down over her cheek and then I'll just graze her lips and then I'll go over to her other ear and maybe like kiss her ear a little bit, kiss her neck, graze her lips, push her away. Like I'll push her and I'll be like, where are you going? Come here. And that's like called push-pull. You push her away, pull her in, get the vibe going, get her really into it. And then by the time she kisses you, you want the first kiss to leave her breathless. And you know she's breathless when she goes like, ha, 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 like that after you kiss her. And the way to do this is the buildup. Guys think the kiss itself is what's going to get her breathless, but it's not. It's this kind of sexy, push-pull, flirty buildup that's going to get her really like breathless. And what happens is her buying temperature raises. When you're kissing her like that, when you're doing these moves, she's going to want to have sex because she's getting turned on. And she's going to be like, man, I just want to fuck this guy, you know, because women, guys think that women don't want to fuck, but they do. You just have to give them an excuse to do it with you. And, yeah. and, and not only do you have to engage them on the emotional level, but in a way you also have to gauge, engage them on the rational level because women have their anti-slut defense mechanism. So when John was saying, hey, let's go back to my place and play Mario Kart, it's not like, hey, let's go back to my place and fuck, although she knows, <laughs> she knows that's like likely to happen. You need to give her an excuse so she can justify in her head why she did it the next day. So you need to be thinking like I'm helping her give her an excuse and I'm doing that by saying, hey, let's go play Mario Kart and jump on the trampoline, which I think is hilarious by the way. Um, so when you give her that excuse, but if you're like, hey, let's go, let's go back. Come on. You're attracted to me, right? Like how good was that kiss? Come on, don't you want to have sex? Dude, do not say that. Do yeah, not please bring don't. up please, please don't. don't. You will blow yourself. <laughs> do not bring up sex because again, you need to justify you need to help her justify in her mind why she's going to your house and then you need to make it look like sex just happened. Yeah. And what's funny too is it can be like the dumbest fucking excuse. Like uh, I remember one time I was at this party and this girl was really into me and I was you know, I, we were talking about like what I do for work. And usually I kind of blow it off because I don't like to like talk about work. So I just say like I deal drugs or something stupid like that. But, um, you know, for, we got into it and I told her like I was a blogger, like whatever. And uh, so my excuse to pull her was like, hey, yeah, let's let's go back to my place. I'll show you my blog. Right. And like I could have literally whipped yeah. up my phone and yeah. showed it on my fucking phone. Yeah, dude, I've but, done like, that. I've but done she's, that. She's, she's, she's like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea because yeah. like – like, like she knows girls aren't stupid guys. Like they just want an excuse so that they don't feel like a slut. Like don't right. make her feel like a slut, right? right? It can be the dumbest excuse. Like, hey, let's go back to my place and get some water. Like something <laughs> fucking dumb. And it doesn't matter. Just give her an excuse, any excuse. The paint on my wall is the coolest gray, shade of gray. You have to come see it. It's amazing. It's so, oh my God, that sounds so cool. So just like follow along. Yeah, follow along. Be the leader. And then yeah. when you're when you're at the restaurant, you know, you guys could be flirting, but I suggest keeping the meal kind of mellow. Like don't order, like go to Denny's and order like the the seven course meal. You know, you want to keep it light and fun and, and just like, you know, you could even have drinks somewhere, somewhere else, go to a different bar. The more places you pull her to, like John was saying, the more time she feels like she's spent with you and the more safe she feels with you. So that's yeah. why we suggest going to a couple different venues before you try to pull her home. Because if you just pull her straight to your home, some girls will do it, man. I mean, I've had 
every Thursday I have girls saying, Hey, let's, let's, let's go to my hotel or house and have sex. And I'm like, check out the paint in my hotel. Yeah. Check out the paint (laughs) on the wall. Like they offer me, bro. Did I tell you the other day? Like this girl's like, I want you to get at me, but I'm with my friends tonight and I don't know how to do it. Do you live around here? And I'm like, bitch hell no dude and even if uh-huh. i was even if i was single i wouldn't get at you because you're fucking you know probably suck you probably sucked the dick like 20 minutes ago <laughs> yeah i don't know dude when chicks like throw themselves at me like that i'm just thinking to myself like well how many dicks has she sucked in the last yeah. like you know two days i don't want to deal with that i like girls that are hard to get man i like girls yeah. that like like test my frame and like play hard to get and I don't know. When you get better, easy girls is a turnoff. They really exactly. are. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Girl, girls will play hard to get. Not only are they usually hotter too, but like they're hotter on an emotional level too. Yeah. Like they, yeah. They're just like more refined. They're more like <laughs> put together. Like they just have their shit together more. They're like, it's fun. Like it's like, you're like, okay, like this girl's got game. Like let's, mm-hmm. let's go. Let's fucking do this. You know, like it's, it's fun. So God, the other last week, this girl was like testing me so much. And I was like, man, I like this girl. Like she's just throwing shit at me. Like you're a fucking asshole. And I'm like, not only am I an, am I an asshole, I am the king of assholes. <laughs> I have a reign of like 70,000 assholes under me and they are my slaves. I am the asshole slave driver. And I'm she's asshole like, king. She's like, man, you just flirt with all the girls in here, huh? You just think you're the biggest pimp. And I'm like, Psh. well, I go home and I just look at myself in the mirror and just be like, bro, you're the biggest pimp. You're the biggest pimp. You're the biggest <laughs> pimp ever. And it, like whatever a girl challenges you on, just agree with it and escalate it. Just make it like it's this biggest thing. And she kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it. And like each time I would just pass her test, she's just inch closer to me and closer to me and closer to me. I'm like... And eventually I was like, you know, you're really starting to invade my personal space. Do you mind like stepping back a little bit? And she's like, you're such an asshole. And it's just perfect, man. So every time a girl challenges you, just agree with it and escalate it. Just make it even worse. Like you're gay. Oh yeah, I sucked 50 dicks yesterday. My jaw is so sore. Just escalate it, escalate it. Okay, so you get her back to your place. Like we said, maybe there's music on. It's an open vibe. The windows are open. You told your roommate to go kick rocks. Uh, You know, you have the place. I would pull her to the couch and start there. Trying to pull her straight into your bedroom probably isn't a good idea. I mean, hey, maybe you live with roommates and your bedroom is the only place you can go. And honestly, yeah, it's convenient, whatever it is. But if she's given a little bit of trepidation and maybe you haven't kissed her yet, I mean, it's all logistical and it's all based on the situation. But oftentimes I would suggest pulling him to the couch unless, of course, the convenience of the bed is there. And you guys have, if you're making out coming into the doorway, okay, like pick her up like it's your wedding night and go bring her into the room. You know, it depends on it. But if there's trepidation there, bring her to the couch. For sure. Yeah. Um, And it depends obviously on the, on the girl, on the situation. But uh, you know, there's, there's ways you can kind of like ease her into it. Right. Um, So like, like one thing that we've been talking about too, is like, don't make her feel like a slut. Right. So you know, just you want to you want to make her feel a little bit special, right? Like have something cool to do when you get home as an excuse. Uh, you know, one thing I'll do is like, you know, say that I'm, I'm with a girl and we're on my uh, – I've moved into a new apartment, so I don't really have like a fucking place. But my old place, I had a couch. And, uh, you know, like we're say that we're, we're doing something on the couch, watching a show on Netflix or, or playing video games, whatever. You start kissing her and then when the – what you always want to do is escalate when the emotions are high, right? So guys make a mistake where – they try to escalate when the motion, the emotions and the conversation is at a lull. Yep. What you want to do is whenever she like you say something funny and she bursts out laughing, that's the time to escalate, right? Because what, what, what she's going to do when you make a move on her 
is she's going to unconsciously go into her body and see, okay, how, how good do I feel? Do I feel good? And if she feels good, she'll most likely be be down for your escalation and for the move you're making on her. But if you know you wait for a lull in the conversation and you're like, I guess now is the time to kiss her, and then you go in, and it might work, but you know more often than not, it's always a lot smoother if you escalate on the emotional spike. Absolutely. Like when she's when she's laughing, you just want to shove your tongue in her mouth like as her mouth is open laughing. I'm just kidding. Let her laugh, make make her feel good and then and then reach in for the kiss. There's a ton of techniques and things that we teach on how to seamlessly build up to that all important first kiss because women wanted it to feel like it was like meant to be and romantic and like if you do it at an awkward time or if you don't do it seamlessly or you haven't even like touched her hand yet, and you try to kiss her, it's just gonna come off as awkward and make you look bad. Women wanna be with a guy who's socially savvy, who understands women, and who can take her on this experience that she wants to have. Look guys, no girl goes out to the bar at night and says, gee, I hope I don't get completely swept off my feet tonight. Every Mm. single woman is thinking that, and you're gonna be that guy. And when you do it, you wanna have this seamless approach to where you're kissing her and even having sex with her, it was like fate, it was meant to be, it was the most amazing thing ever. And like if you take her on this journey and you take girls on this journey, they're gonna be not only much more likely to have sex with you, but probably become a fuck buddy, maybe even try to become your girlfriend if that's what you want. Uh, Honestly, I wouldn't probably make a girlfriend of a girl had sex with me with the first night. Maybe I would, I don't know. But you know, you're gonna, you're just like increasing your value and increasing your chances of success when you do it seamlessly. So again, we teach you how to do this in the boot camp, but think about it logically. Should you kiss her before you even touch her hand? Probably not. So when you're walking back to your house, you might want to hold her hand. You might want to touch the nape of her back as you're as, as she's coming into your house. You might want to whisper in her ear. You might want to compare like, dude, your hands are so small. Let me see. Oh my god, and then compare it up to yours. Like there's little tricks to get yourself touching with a girl so that when the kiss happens, it happens seamlessly. So, okay, so so you're kissing her, you guys are making out. What I often suggest is to actually stop the escalations uh, before they, they go any further. So usually if I feel any trepidation with her at all, I'll be the one to stop it and be like, okay, we, we need to slow down. It's getting a little hot and heavy in here. And she'll respect that you're trying to slow it down. And then when sex actually does happen, again, it's like, oh, the mood just struck. It just happened. We couldn't control it because oftentimes girls will text you the next day and be like, I hope you don't think I'm a slut for doing that. And your reply should be, the mood just struck. It just happened. We couldn't control it. We had chemistry. What can we say? Because again, you're giving her the excuse that she needs to tell herself as to why it happened. So, okay, so you're escalating. You guys are making out. When you touch the boob for the first time, you don't want to just up and like grab her tit. What I suggest is just move. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, eh, like just go after it. Eh, 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 you know, rub on, on. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want to like rub over it. So you're like, you know, you're like, your hands are up behind her neck and her hair, and then like you just kind of rub over the boobs and and like you just want to get her really fired up and get her. What I always say is let her be the barometer for your next move. So get her fired up 
and she's going to start like, you know, going for your belt. She's going to unbutton the top of her blouse and then you can continue unbuttoning it or she's going to say, man, it's really hot in here. And you'd be like, well, why don't you take off your bra? You know what I'm saying? Like let her be the barometer for it and let her lead it in a way, but you're leading it. You're Mm. reading the signals and leading, but she's the one giving the signals. It kind of takes experience and understanding, but this is how I want you guys to think of it. Progress when she's ready to progress. Yeah, and if you can uh, turn your heat up in your house to like 135 degrees, <laughs> she can just like take her clothes off because it's so hot. <laughs> no, but um, oh, it's, it's funny because actually, if anything, I keep my house cold as fuck, so it's it's like an obstacle. But um, really? yeah, so yeah, I, I hate warm houses, dude. I, well, I like what's cold. your house? What's your house rocking at? Six, 67. Damn, bro, mine's 72. Damn, sun, and you're in Colorado. Well, you're in Colorado, though, so it's probably pretty cold out there, isn't it? Yeah, it is. How cold is it right now in Virginia? Uh, may, I think it's like 50. So it's November, 50s? November 6th. It's 50. It's 50 out here too. I think we have probably similar weather. True. True. We haven't really gotten our first snow yet. Have you? No. So, sorry to change no. the subject guys, but yeah. I've kind of been wanting to ask you this. No, dude, no snow. No, we've had a Just little rain. bit like on the mountains, but down here oh. in Denver, we kind of like it, it'll, it'll snow a little and then melt off, but we usually get our first snowstorm. Uh, around Halloween and we should be getting it here in the next few weeks. How about you? It's been it's been weird. We we usually get it around the same time too. Okay. Uh, I mean it's I'm I live like by the mountains by the Shenandoah Valley, so it's kind of like a difference. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's Appalachia. But, um, That's Appalachia, right? Appalachian Trail. Around around I think Appalachia is like West Virginia. Oh. Um, yeah yeah. Ish, okay. but it's like if, I'm sure it runs like all along, but uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, right now it's 42. Because, Sorry, guys, it's changed. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was so super, I was super curious about that. I'm like, uh, I wonder what John's experiencing right now because it's getting cold uh, up in this bitch, and I hate the cold. Is, yeah, I live really close to the clubs, thankfully. But um, nice. but yeah. So once you once you get her home, uh, you know, like Mark said, you kind of want to like graze over her more like sexual areas of her body before you actually like go back. So one thing I'll do is uh. I'll like great, you know, I'll, we'll be making out or whatever. And when you, when you're making out with her, you want to treat it like a seal, but like, imagine this is such a nerdy example, but think of the kiss as like, you're like a wizard and you're putting a spell on her. And like, as long as, as long as you're kissing her and making out that spell seal is there and you can like keep touching her and doing whatever and she'll be fine with it. But when you start to not kiss and you pull away, it, it can get awkward if you do it for too long. So you want to keep kissing, right? Mm. Uh, and and again, like she'll always look at your frame. So if if you're really good at not feeling awkward and feeling good, then you know I can I can do whatever the fuck I want and she'll feel good. But as a general rule, especially for newbies, keep kissing her, right? And uh, you know graze your hands up and down, and you want to graze your hands up and down. Uh, uh, your, you know, her boobs, like at least like several times uh, over the course of a few minutes. Take your time, warm up, uh, before you try to take a shirt off, right? So if you can, if you can kind of tease multiple times before you actually get into it, that's a really good way to do it too. Because like by the, you know, third or fourth pass, she'll be like, "Is he gonna do it yet?" Like, I fucking come on, like do it already. So she'll yeah. be like really eager for you to do it, right? Um, you know, taking your time and using a lot of foreplay is like really key too. Because like if you just take your time. By the time you try to like take her panties off or whatever, she'll be so horny and so wet that there will be almost zero resistance. Oftentimes, you'll be rocking the meanest boner you've ever had in your life, and she'll uh-huh. she'll be, <laughs> the thing will be like the Eiffel Tower, dude. And you'll be like, God, I need to release this beast. It's fucking hurting, man. Like caught up in my jeans here. But she'll yeah. oftentimes be rubbing your inner thigh, and then she'll go over your your dick a couple times. So. Oftentimes, by the time you're rubbing on her boobs, she, some girls will probably be rubbing on your dick. Now, 
what's interesting is John says continue the kissing. And I certainly agree with that in some instances, but other instances, like I said, I'll be the one to be like, okay, we need to slow it down. And then Mm. like John said, I'll be completely comfortable and like, ah, yada, yada, yada. And she'll be like all fired up and then I'll let her start kissing me again. And so she knows that you can be trusted. It's almost like a a nonverbal way to tell her that you're not going to fuck her and leave her. Um, But again, there's two different methods there and there's different ways to skin a cat. And one way is to you stop the you stop the um, escalations, especially if you can feel trepidation on her part. And if you're at least socially savvy in the in the slightest, you should be able to read her body language and you know how she's feeling. But man, once you're rubbing on those tits, like I feel like it's pretty much on. Like yeah. you know, you're at least gonna get a blowjob out of it or go down on her um, because the 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 boobs are extremely sensual sex organ, as is the neck. I strongly suggest kissing her neck um really kissing her neck and her ears i mean dude that gets them so fired up girls love the neck Mm, they really do yeah um and yeah i'll I'll actually do that too sometimes where i I pull back and in the middle of kissing and i keep talking um but (laughs) that's that's one of the things i don't recommend for like newbies because like they might feel too awkward and so it's difficult for them to like do it but you know i'll like make out with her and then kind of pull back a little bit and just like talk maybe like flirt a little bit more because it it shows you that you're comfortable stop first of all stopping at any time uh and second it shows you that you're comfortable with sex so like you know what you're doing right you're like a a little bit of a player probably girls say they don't like it but they kind of do um so you know if you can like do this thing where you pull back and then it's it's similar to push pull but just on an escalation level right yeah it's like pushing and pulling uh with your game where you say things verbally and emotionally but it's like pushing and pulling sexually it's like you graze over her boob as you're kissing her and that's the pull Right, and then you just go. You, she's like, "Oh, is he gonna do it?" And you, you just go over it, and that's the push, right? It's like back, this back and forth. This kind of like teasing is like super, super key. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's what push pull is. Is you're making out with him, and you're like, "Hey, we better stop. We better slow down." It's getting pretty heated in here. So, um, uh, what baseball team do you like? And she's like, "Ah." <laughs> And you'd be like, and she'd be like, I like the the Diamondbacks. You'd be like, Psh, come here, give me a kiss. And then you just start making out with her again. She's like, yeah. And then you're like, okay, stop. What's your favorite football team? <laughs> she's like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, she's like, what? What the hell? And like, um, you know, this again is advanced stuff. So I think John's right. When you're a newbie, you should just, you know, continue forward. But it's super powerful, man. The push-pull, um, gigantic part of my game. I mean, gigantic to, to get girls super attracted to me. So I, I definitely suggest it. Now, <clears throat> once, you, once you've gone over the tits, you know, you can, you can open up her shirt, pop off the bra, suck on her nipples, and, um, you know, you're going to escalate from there. So w- once you're sucking on the tits, I mean... She's probably rubbing your dick. She might even take it out and start giving you a blowjob. And, you know, once once the main sexual tools come out, i.e. your dick, her pussy. It's GG. What is it? It's GG. Good game. It's, it's over. <laughs> you yeah, got it. It's over. First try gap. You want to go ahead and move her into your bedroom. Be like, this is a little uncomfortable, um, you know. I'm a 41-year-old old man and I got a bad hip. So let's go ahead and move this into my room. And mm-hmm. um, you guys, you can move her into the bedroom that way. Like walking to the bedroom with a big old boner <laughs> with your fucking jeans around your ankles and you're like walking like shuffle stepping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a little bit of an awkward move. But 
Um, once like the, like I said, once the, the sex organs come out as it were, it's pretty easy. Yeah. You can also karate chop her vagina. You know what I'm saying? Like stick, stick your hand in there and kind of like, you know, start, start rubbing on her vagina. If, if you want to like stick your hand down her pants, you can kind of lick your finger. And then if you guys don't know where the clit is, definitely look that up. You can start kind of get your <laughs> finger wet and kind of like start doing circles on the clit. I mean, bro, like once you start touching your pussy, it's over, over, yeah, over. Yeah, for sure. The, you know the clit, um, it has as many nerves in it as the entire, as our entire dick. Yeah, so yeah, th- dude, it's crazy. Think about like shrinking your dick to just like this little fucking bean, <laughs> this little tiny, like how big is that thing, man? It's like the tip of your, your pinky finger, if that. Yeah. Think about shrinking your dick all the way to that and then, and then the chick licks on it. Bro, like how amazing would that feel? And that's why women freak out. Like women love sex, guys. There's a whole myth out there that women don't love sex. It's wrong. No, they don't like being a slut. But if Mm. you can make her not feel like a slut, they love sex. I think they love it more than we do. Because how good would that feel, man? Shrinking your dick down to a little bean and then some chick sitting there licking on it. Well, that's how good it feels for them when you go down on them. And by the way, in our boot camp... Um, I wrote a book about how to give girls orgasms with going down on them and having sex with them. It's called Guide to the Female Orgasm. And my God, I give away some amazing mm. secrets for how to sex girls in that book. And um, it comes free with the boot camp, guys. It's free boot free camp. Free with the boot camp. Free. Good training. Okay. So you got her in your bed. Now what are you going to do? Are you going to go down on her? Well, here's my advice. If you do a flyby, and what I mean by that is if you go down, kiss on her inner thighs, and do a little a little sniffle and it smells like a fucking burnt taco or <laughs> an armpit that you might find at 7-Eleven, bruh, like don't eat that, dude. Don't eat that because that's probably not clean. But if you want to eat it, hey, up to you. For a one-night stand, I wouldn't go down personally. John, yeah. I know you're the go, go down champion on Facebook. That's your oh, handle. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> at, at go down John is my Twitter handle. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm very particular about eating a pussy. Cause like, if it doesn't smell good, I just don't even want to like fucking get near that with my mouth. You know, and dude, sometimes your dick too. Like I've, I've straight kicked girls out or I've been like, Hey, <laughs> you like, well, imagine like being a girl and you, you <laughs> chop your pussy out. And he's like, no, get out. Like I can't do this. <laughs> dude, I've done that. I've been like, Hey, I just uh, don't think, I just don't think it's, it, think let's, wait. let's wait, <laughs> let's cuddle, let's cuddle here. You give her the friends talk. I think we should be friends. <laughs> She's like, wait, he was licking on my inner thigh and then immediately he popped up like a, like a, like a Jack in the box and he's like, Hey, I think we should just be friends here. Let's cuddle. Let me be the big spoon. And you're like, Oh God. Then your boner just goes down. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. You, uh, you don't want to, you, you always want to like do something coming from the right frame, you know? So, uh, I personally, if she has like a clean, nice pussy, I love to eat pussy, but if it's not, if it's not like, uh, yeah. Not yeah, I love it, bro. And like, it's kind of an acquired taste. And I think like the first, <laughs> you know, the first couple dozen, you're kind of like, oh, dude, it's like, it's like licking a weird oyster that sometimes smells like tuna. Um, <laughs> but you get some girls that like, it kind of smells good or has no smell at all. And dude, I fucking love it. And the fact that, and, and I say this in the book, Guide to the Female Orgasm, when she knows you love it, well, an orgasm is 90% mental. So if you're yeah. down there and you got a look on your face like you're eating out a fucking dirty armpit, then she's not going to come. But if you're like, oh, and you're just into it and you're like, you're super into it and she could just tell you love it, 
she's going to come like that, especially if you do the techniques I teach in Guide to the Female Orgasm. I mean, she's going to be spraying all over your bed, bro. So um, yeah, you better get yeah. some new sheets. Literally, it's a problem, dude. I brought I bought these uh, silk sheets, and uh, I actually had to buy a fucking like mattress protector. Not only a mattress <laughs> protector because I make girls squirt, but what I've I've been doing, dude, is I've I literally I have a, a bearskin rug, like a giant bearskin rug. I'll like take them off the bed and put them on that and fuck them on that because I don't want to fuck up my silk sheets, dude. Oh my god, dude. Shit up. You're like the fucking caveman, dude. Come on, my bearskin rug. <laughs> Come down to rug. Fuck on floor. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, bro. Like when they spray, it's kind of it's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's it's kind of gnarly. Um, okay, so we teach you how to do that, and then obviously you want to have a condom. That's why we suggest John Anthony's condom dispensing belt. Yes, and you ching slap that condom on and give it a go. And yeah. I do teach you how to have excellent sex, like a complete champion, in my book. But basically, you wanna you wanna knock it out, man. Or you know, you just want to be selfish and fucking jackhammer that shit and come in, you know, a couple minutes. It is it's up to you. But personally, even if it is a one night stand, I suggest you still knock it out because you want to probably add this chick to your pipeline. You know, you yeah, probably want to yeah, do yeah, it exactly. again. So you know, knock it out, be good sex, because like I said, man, some girls just like to have sex, and some girls are just looking for a fuck buddy. So when you can destroy her and give her awesome orgasms and give her the time of her life she's going to want to do it again and again and again and it's really nice you know the the time when you first get a new fuck buddy in the pipeline it's good for the first you know 10 15 times then you start to get sick of it and then you want like a new girl but um i suggest knocking it out i suggest using all the techniques again i wouldn't always eat it if it is a one night stand but if it's just fresh bomb pussy and she's a solid nine, she's like a model and she's a bikini model, oh, God, dude, dive in. Have a great mm -hmm. time. You worked hard for this. For sure. And uh, just real quick before we go because we're approaching an hour and ten minutes. Uh, if you guys want to do Kegels, Kegels are really good too. There's an app. Uh, there's a bunch probably apps on your phone you can download. Do Kegels and they'll help you last longer and actually come uh, like farther and you'll have stronger orgasms. Uh, look, I have an article you can check out. I think that's called like best male uh, performance supplements or something like that. So you can take a uh, soya lecithin or sunflower lecithin uh, for bigger loads. Uh, Kratom is good for making you last longer. Uh, there, there's a ton of different tools and tricks that we give out in our uh, our boot camp. So it's at alphaevo.com. It comes with like a shit ton of free stuff. So check that out. And uh, yeah, do you have anything to add, Mark? Yeah, so, okay, so you knock it out. Either she leaves then, she might think of an excuse to go, or she stays the night, which kind of sucks. I hate sleeping with a new girl in my bed. I don't get any sleep at all. Um, mm. And then you just want to get rid of her. Don't be a dick about it. Like, be super cool. You might want to make her breakfast, get call her a cab, take her phone number. Like, don't make her feel like a slut. You know, be respectful. Um, oftentimes, girls will just think of an excuse themselves as to why they have to go, but... You know, when you're a champion and you knock it out like a champion, she's going to kind of want to get relationshipy with you. She's like, she might want to cuddle. She might want to hang out the next day. So you need to just be socially savvy and socially intelligent and get rid of her in a nice, friendly way. And, you know, it's up to you if you want to do it again. But just bear in mind, if she's having a one-night stand with you, yes, I know you're special. Yes, I know you have amazing game. But let's be real here, brother. She's probably fucking other dudes as well. So do you, you know, you need to decide if you want a girl like that in your life that's having one night stands. Personally, 
Um, I'm not really into it. I, I like girls that are a little bit harder to get just through experience. I feel like they're a higher quality. But hey, if it was bomb-ass sex and she's hot as fuck, then be cool, get her number, and game her in the way that we teach you in the Alpha Evolution Home Boot Camp because um, when you use those techniques, I'll tell you, she's going to be sticking around and might even turn into a stalker for you. Um, stuff is just ridiculously mm-hmm. powerful. Yeah, for sure. All right, for guys. Sure, for sure. Well, listen, I wanted to repeat it one more time, alphaevo.com, A-L-P-H-A-E-V-O.com. And again, dude, we're releasing on November 15th. We only have 50 spots available. We are only offering this to listeners of the podcast. I cannot stress that enough. John's entire list, we got a gigantic list. They are not getting this offer. So if you want to get in the door before everybody else, this is your chance, man. And it's our thank you to you for listening to the podcast, for supporting us, And uh, we really appreciate you guys and want to get you in early. And again, it includes one-on-one access to John and I. And (laughs) just imagine how how good your game will be when you got John and I in your corner. I mean, come the fuck on, dude. It's going to be ridiculous how many girls you're going to get. So uh, go grab that now and we'll see you on the inside. Absolutely, guys. We put so much effort into this course. Uh, it's honestly like it's literally I've you know, we're both in the pickup industry. We we study other guys and and learn from everything and everyone. We always check out our competition. And this is absolutely the best course that I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, you can literally imagine you're with the girl. You don't know how to escalate. You know, you're you're in this situation. You, you pull the girl home and you're like, fuck, she doesn't seem into me. What do I do? You literally whip out your phone text. Hey, guys, here's the situation. Mark and I see it. We respond and then boom, you fucking pull her and have sex with her. So that's what we wanted to create is just a system where you can literally whip out your phone, ask us questions. You get 24 seven access to Mark and I tons of fucking videos, hours and hours and hours of videos. Uh, just so much awesome free shit, free bonuses. And uh, yeah, so check it out at alphaevo.com. Uh, we are not giving this again to anyone else except the listeners of the podcast. I have thousands of people on my email list. We're not giving it to any of them. It's all for guys that are listening to the podcast. So please check it out and you will not be disappointed. Yeah. And if you happen to be on that list and you're listening to this podcast, then, uh, Go get it, man. Like you're you're special because you're listening to this. So once again, guys, you're super appreciated. We want to help you. The time has come for real change. I'm fucking sick of of it, man. I'm sick of you not getting the results you want with women. This is your life, bro. This is your life. What do you want it to be like five years from now? What do you want your 2019 to look like? If you're sick of just like getting these lackluster results, if you're sick of settling for girls that aren't up to snuff, let us help you. We are going to help you. We're going to drag you across the finish line, kicking and screaming if we have to. We are so fired up about this. It's the best course on the market. Uh, We just can't stress it enough. So hope to see you guys on the inside. Thank you for listening, and we will see you in the next podcast. Talk to you later.